Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Today we have brothers. Now we're talking about brothers. And there's brothers of all types, like you have brothers that are really close and brothers that never see each other, or brothers that fight all the time, or they never speak to each other ever again. But these brothers are different in some way, and you'll see why. They were estranged they were really close at one stage i'm sure and then they just lost their way and they lost each other on different paths and then they got together again and that's probably a good story but there's another one how are they together now after so many years and what fear broke them apart? And have they found their freedom now? Well, I don't know, we'll see. And of course, one of the brothers is Dino. So hello, Dino, how are you? Hello, welcome, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> and the other brother is Manny, Manny Miliotis, or Emmanuel, whichever way, but or Manoli, either or way. Manoli. My, my short, Manoli, Manoli is my shortened Greek name. Manoli sounds more Greek, right? Yes. <laughs> Welcome, and it's been a, it's an honor and pleasure to have you both here and to see how the two of you really are together, um, right here, right? <laughs> you can't see this in one podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. It's a very strange dynamic. Very right? complicated. Group. Yeah. Very complicated. complicated. Okay. Well, what's so complicated about it? Well, first, it's his first podcast, so let me just go through a few things that might help him. So, what you have to be is you have to be relaxed, but not too relaxed. Okay. You have to have your hands up, but not too high, but don't put them down either. Okay. You got to look happy, but not too happy. Don't frown. Otherwise, you'll do all right. No pressure. That's great. Okay. Now back to the show. Okay, well, that sounded like good enough. Let's see. We'll have to watch now that you're doing the right thing. Um, and Manoli, I don't know if you ever saw, uh, I'm sure you saw Dino's first episodes when we first started the podcast or his very first one. I don't think I saw the first ones, actually. I, I, I think I saw the one starting probably in December and, and January. Yeah. Well, you're better off. The first one I was... Uh... <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I'm very happy with how the book turned out, Karina. <laughs> and, you know, I was like that. <laughs> yeah. No, you, I think you guys look great. The podcast that I've seen, it was very natural, very... Because we, uh, we don't have an outline. We yeah. don't even have a script. We just wing it every time. It's amazing. <laughs> Who's asking me, what's this thing going to be about? Next I, don't time? I don't know. How do you not know? You don't okay. know. No, you don't know. Okay, so let's talk about fear, because fear is what the podcast's about, Okay. So tell me, Manoli, um, I mean, I know about because Dino and I have been chatting a lot, uh, what, we've got 16 episodes now. So we've got to know each other pretty well, right? 
and he talks a bit about um, and um, about the fear that he's gone through. And, and at one point, um, when he went into rehab, you thought he was dead. Tell us right. a bit about that how you felt about that and, and the fear of, well, of losing your brother, even though, sorry, one, even though at one point he said, you know, I was, so, I was so horrible that people wouldn't even care if I lived or died. Yeah, no, that's not true. I mean, I've always cared. I mean, I think, I think the word estranged, you know, when, you, when you first introduce this, is probably a little bit of a misnomer. I don't think it was estranged. I think if you've read his book and you have, and, and other people have, is, is um, I think he was following his path and his path, you know, unfortunately didn't leave a lot of room for, for um, a lot of the past relationships in part, maybe because of the addiction in part because, you know, he's chasing, you know, the, these, these business dealings that, uh, you know, are all consuming. So I think I think at that time of his life there was there wasn't a lot of room for for other relationships really. So it wasn't like we got in a fight or or we got upset with one another. That really wasn't the case. It you just, read my book. <laughs> so, <yeah>. so anyway, <clears throat> so anyway, that that that's really kind of sort of what happened. And then I think I think the scary part for me for him, and, and and if that's what he wanted to do, that's fine. I mean, to me the door will always open. I never had hard feelings for him or anything like that, but. I was saddened that we didn't, we weren't closer, but, uh, but I wasn't, uh, you know, upset per se. I think the more upsetting thing was, was, uh, you know, when he was probably in, in the height of his addiction, uh, some of the calls he made were really nonsensical. It was like, you know, what, what is he saying? Some of the things where he was saying was, was, I mean, he's normally crazy, but it was extra crazy. It was beyond, it was beyond, it was beyond, it was beyond the normal stuff. I got to admit that that is true. Yeah. 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 And so that was a bit scary and I didn't really know how to help them. Right. And, and, uh, and, and anyway, the long story short, they got, he, he found a way to get help. And, uh, and then, you know, we, we kind of started reaching back and, and uh, it's kind of like we picked up where we left off really 35 years ago. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So you're still climbing trees and um, creating havoc. Like you probably did when you were small. I think the two allegedly, of you must have been allegedly. There's no allegedly. Oh, yes, allegedly. allegedly. Nobody's yes. caught us yet in the act, so you know you can't prove that. Oh, okay. I think, I think it's a good fun. I don't want to say havoc, but yeah, fun. No, havoc's a nice word. Maybe havoc. Yeah. Yes, havoc's a nice word, right? Uh, so, Dinos, tell us a bit about you and um, speaking and your brother and how you just. How are you feeling about that? And I know that's quite, that's a very difficult one because of everything that was happening in your life and especially you know with this alcohol. Is, and this, this is this is one of the first ones, the first uh, episode that I actually put some thought in. I, I mean that like, I had some time to think, obviously you're not surprising me with the subject matter. I know it's my brother. And we said, this is the Miliotis Boys Unplugged. So we're gonna stay true to that. I came up with a revelation and it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty cool analogy, right? So when we grew up, we were extremely close. We did everything together. My mom even dressed us in the same shirts. And we're not twins. We're three years apart, right. basically. Wow. But we always wore the same thing. Here's what people need to understand. Where are you looking? Looking at you. That's what you normally do. No, you're supposed to look at the camera. Oh, okay. Remember? I have my media. No, okay. in the media, you don't look at the other guy. That's what they do. No, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's cool. Selling. This is a conversation. We are like having coffee, right? Oh, cheers. 
so there is there is <laughs> a little bit between the brothers anyway so growing up we grew up in a very strict greek community we went to private greek school my dad was a greek school teacher our teacher for a few years yeah and, and so oh, that um, must have been bad that oh, yeah. sucked. Well, we'll come back to that story. Later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, one of the things is, I mean, our, our family didn't have any money. My mom worked full time. My dad obviously was a full time teacher, and he worked in the evenings. They didn't have money for childcare, for babysitting, for me. Okay. So when my brother is um, in school in second grade, no. Anyway, yeah, they 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 put me in kindergarten a year before I was supposed to be in there, not because I was some an advanced child, you know, educationally or whatever, but because they, the kindergarten was my babysitter. Right. Okay. <laughs> One of the perks of my dad being a teacher, you know, they yeah. didn't have money to pull some strings with the church and the school. And there I am. So I loved kindergarten. I really did everything about it. And it was nice that my brother, you know, was, was nearby. I mean, the, the, the school was, you know, on, a, on an empty lot full of white rocks, there were mobile homes, double wide mobile homes, and each one represented a class. I mean, that was our school. So I, fin I remember finishing kindergarten, and I'm all happy, and everybody's taking home those gold stars and the, you know, diplomas and everything. <laughs> and when it was all over, it was the following year, everybody comes to school, I'm excited. Guess what? I went to kindergarten again. Only this time it was for my age. So all the people that were in my original class, they moved down to first grade. My brother was in what third, second or third grade. So I had, I was very confused, but I had friends in my current kindergarten class, my former kindergarten class, who was my first grade, and then his class too. So all our friends were mutual. Were mutual. Yeah. And uh, yes. just something I think that's unusual because if you look at the pecking order with little kids, they're like, oh, wow, you're dealing with a second grader. You know, it's a big deal. It's a big jump. Right, For me, right. it didn't seem like anything, right? We were close and we had a very, very close relationship throughout the uh, early years and, and the early teens. Now, this is my recollection. This is my revelation. We happen to have a job together at the same place, which was, if you think about it, it's kind of cool, but it was a part-time job. It was a friend of my dad's who did like the equivalent of like radiant heating in, we call it HVAC, you know, like that. And um, so my brother was, was interested in being an architect. I wanted to be a psychiatrist, but of course that was years away. And I, wa I wasn't driving yet. I think I was, uh, 15, maybe 14. So my brother was driving and obviously he's thinking about what he's going to do after college. Mm -hmm. But my dad found us this job with a, with a friend of his where we could work part-time. And my brother, one of his uh, functions was to kind of help like draft and design things for, for different businesses that wanted to, to install this HVAC uh, radio. Yes. Right? Kind of an important thing. I, yeah. I looked at it that way, you know, and for him, what a great thing on his resume. Mm. For me, my job was to go in there and usually they would get loads of these greasy pipes, yeah. metal <laughs> pipes. That, yeah. yeah, that's sun. And um, 
I, I was responsible for unloading these heavy metal pipes, which cut and they burned and you know all that stuff and stock them in the warehouse. And mm -hmm. if I wasn't doing that, it was just to make sure that the, the shelves were stocked, we had paper, you know, little things like that. Now, I know it's a part-time job and I know I'm only 14, 15 years old, but it was the first time where I looked at my brother. I mean, it's that awkward age, right? Where throughout our whole lives, that was for me, 13 to 15 was probably the most awkward. Mm -hmm. He had a growth spurt. He had different friends outside of the Greek school, you know, because now we're in public school. And uh, I still have a little baby fat. I'm a little confused. I'm still shorter than him, you know, so he, he spurted up and I'm just this little. It was the, the, the time that I remember was marked differences between us, right? Mm -hmm. And it was kind of, um, kind of intimidating. So, um, uh, you know, I'm watching him draft these things and I'm sitting there. Now, everything I do, I do fast. Um, it's just a game I play with myself. So it was like, unload the truck, unload this greasy pipe as fast as you can. Okay, what needs stocking? What needs this? And then I found that I had a lot of time left though. Yeah. yeah. And I, while he's busy drafting and doing stuff and I'm <laughs> watching him, he's like busy at work. I'm sitting there like doing nothing. And I felt bad. I'm like, what do I do? I have to act like I'm doing something. <laughs> so I would do like stupid things throughout the rest of the day, just to look busy. Like if somebody mm -hmm. looked at me, hey, how are you doing? You know, oh, I still have that, that thing to unload, even though it was unloaded. And I started thinking to myself, I'm like, if this is what office life is, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you why, because if, you know, and I also looked at uh, office politics, experienced office politics for the first time. I don't know if you remember this, but there was an office gal there named Linda. 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 Yeah. And we she talked that name in 45 years. Right. And she hated us. Not she liked because me. she liked me. That's what you think. She liked me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But the point is, is um she okay, wait. Attitude. Just hold that what? thought. How do you know what? whether she liked your brother or not? Well, because she made faces behind her. <laughs> you were she was tough. She <laughs> was tough. She was tough, but I had cracked her and I I I and I we work really well together. Is that why she made faces behind your back? She didn't make faces. How do you know? It was behind your back. Anyway, you can pick what you want. So here's the thing. Um, I think that she felt like, you know, here's some kids, you know, uh, that have connections. They right. pulled a few strings. I think that part's true. Yeah, she's the been beginning. working there for so many years and she's making, X, I don't even know what she was making, X amount of money. And then all of a sudden we're coming in. Like she thinks I'm gunning for her job which I could care less about her damn job, but I guess that's politics. And yeah. I was exposed to it early enough. And I was exposed to the fact that if you work really fast and really efficiently, there's nothing left to do the rest <laughs> of the day. What do you do? Are you bored? Are, you know, right, so right. Um, See, was, I never, I never knew he was thinking that. Yeah. I know who this Revelation. Is first time I've heard it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So well, this is why it's Miliotis unplugged. Okay, so, um, so um, you know, I started having doubts about going to school and getting a job, getting a diploma. And I'm like, if I'm going to get a diploma, is this what life is going to be for me? Am I going to be yeah. sitting in an office and be like efficient and then the rest of the day I'm twiddling my thumbs? I was kind of tossing with this idea in my head, right? Mm -hmm. By 19, oh, no, 
16, the very following year, I, he, he started after that, he started getting consumed in studies. So almost every night you guarantee he wasn't out with our friends, I was. He was in his bedroom with a little lamp on and your books and stuff. And he would study like all night. That was mainly during college. But yeah. Studied all the time, right? Mm -hmm. At 16, I started my job, right? As a uh, usher in a theater. And then um, I got that gig, you know, doing the, the uh, cleaning business at night. And then I got that other job uh, delivering plates. So that's three jobs. And I started learning that, hey, I could be efficient at all these things and I could make money everywhere. And it was like a beautiful thing for me, right? Because I, yeah. I, I wasn't hanging out with him as much because he was focused, rightfully so, on his studies, right? Mm -hmm. And he was always studying, always busy. By um, 19, he was no longer here. He graduated. Um, right, but you're 19. Yeah, yeah by, when 20, I'm 19. By yes, 22, yes. I, after I graduated, I left. Yeah, uh, right away. Left gets Chicago hired. and I got hired down here and I've been here ever since. Yeah, yeah he's been mm -hmm. here ever since. So it's basically uh, that job that, you know, happens in like the 50s where you work for the same company, you get a gold watch and you retire. I'm like, that stuff doesn't happen. But he's living proof that it happens, right? <laughs> wow, so wow. That's, that's... Yeah, I worked for 36 years in the same company. When wow. I'm 19. And you never got bored. No. <laughs> you so so when I'm when I'm 19, I start my business, and um, you know, from that point on, I've been an entrepreneur ever since. Mm. I mean, think about it, Karina. How do you go back to a school where you open up a book and look at theory and listen to lectures and listen to suppositions and assumptions when I'm experiencing stuff from the age of 16? That money is just beautiful. It's coming in. I'm getting rewarded for every single thing that I do as quickly as I can do it, as efficiently as I can do it. And I'm not, you know, trying to run out the clock and say, well, I got two hours to act busy. I don't have an office gal making faces at me because she thinks I'm going to take her job. I mean, so that was the path that I started choosing. Plus, you know, as we talked about proving my father wrong, hey, you're nothing without an education. That's the path I went on. From 19 years old, maybe 19, until recently, the only time that we've ever gotten together is more um, what I call, you may disagree with this, but more like formally. We get together for events, yeah. for, for events my right? My marriage, um, you know, my son. Weddings and funerals and baptisms. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. Have, I mean, the, the one exception was, well, you, you came and visited. Um, us in North Carolina uh, with Peter and, and Brenda Lee when they were the same age. Yeah, uh, probably when they were ten. Maybe that was that was the one and only family trip that and but, the last and the, and then the, actually two two family trips in all these years. One he came to visit me when his his son, which is now thirty. Yeah, thirty was maybe about ten, and then wow. one was uh, probably the year two years two years before my dad passed away. We went all to Idaho. My dad really wanted us. To get together and I've revisited him. And that's the only two family trips other than weddings and, and things like that. that right. We went to. Yeah, right. right. So we never, we never really got together together. I mean, obviously we love each other. We're close and stuff, but we never like, um, we never spent time like people do, like families do, like mm. talk about things other than, well, yeah, let me tell you about what I'm doing. Yeah. Let me tell you about how big my car is. Let me tell you how big my house is. I mean, it was always 
like that kind of a thing. I mean, right? the stuff that he wrote in his book. I mean, sure. I mean, I, the stuff that uh, he, he experienced while I was still in Chicago, I, I, re, I you know, mostly remember and, and and it's pretty well recollected the way I remembered it. Uh, but uh, but anything after that, I really didn't know. I mean, I knew I knew maybe from a phone call here and there that he was involved in workers' comp or this, that, and the other. But I didn't really know the flat backstory until really the book came out. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm, I'm doing so many things, and people are like, "Well, what do you do?" It's just it takes too long to explain. So I would always be like, "I'm doing fine," because at the end of the day, I would think, "Does it matter?" Here's my point. Let me bring it on home. So knowing that background and knowing that. He started a career, the path that he chose. I chose a career that took me through a different path. And all through my experience of chasing riches, and that was the only thing that I thought I ever wanted. Here we are 45 years later, 40 years. 36, 37. And um, we're both in the same town, living in the same town. We're both relaxed and comfortable with who we are. Uh, there's no competition. It's just pure enjoyment of being together. We picked up where we left off. And it really, I mean, up until till now, and you may think this is, you know, a, a line, but it's not. It took me this long to realize that there wasn't a good path or a bad path. They were just yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And we've ended up at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I, I love what I'm it. saying? Yes. So, so all, all this time where I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if, uh, if you could go back in time and you could say, wow, I wish I had more time to spend with you. I don't think either of us were in that point where, I mean, we had to do our mission, you know, mm-hmm. now the thing that impresses me, you know, like I say with me, well, you know, I'd like to think like I touched the world and I like to think that, you know, I'm a charismatic figure and I'm using that for good, that I have a gift and this and that, right? And, um, and I've done a lot of great things, I'll say it. But um, here in the sleepy little town over 40 years that I didn't know, because even when I came here, I never really spent time with the community. It was just you. you and another. Right. But it was uh, the last few months that I've lived here was the first time that I actually looked around to see what my brother has done. Let me tell you what he's done. He's, he's, he's had a hand in creating a Greek community here that you would not believe. The love and support and, um, and the, the, the fellowship. There's a lot of people that go to the Greek church that aren't even Greek. They don't even speak Greek, but they go. And you know he's there, he's involved in his community. Um, I won't say the town, so I could say this. Um, they leave their doors unlocked. <laughs> I love it. It's so beautiful. Not anymore. Well, <laughs> not anymore. He has he has a great relationship with his kids, uh, where believe it or not, they actually want to hang out with this guy. Yeah, yeah. They they're like, oh, we gotta go over dads. They want to. They hang and out. They were here before he got here. Yeah, before we got on online. Their friends hang out with his kids. It's like one big community. They come over and do Super Bowl. Uh, they make food. They, uh, they we go to game night at uh, a local, local pub, pub yeah. uh, and and have a lot of fun. And these are the things that to me are remarkable. His house is home base. You know, there's always everybody knows that it's home. Now, in all the great things that I've conquered, and I like to think that I'm a warrior. I've never had a home base. 
I've never had that relationship with my kids. And I have a great relationship again with my kids, but this just floored me. I'm like, who are you people? This is something that, that I was just amazed to see. So where I think I did great things, look at this guy. You see what I mean? I think that um, I'm coming to realize that everybody has a, a very interesting story. Yes. Whether they're charismatic yes. or not, uh, sometimes it's not, um, uh, people don't need to be in front of a camera or be written up in magazines and newspapers, and they're still accomplishing the things yes, that exactly. we consider great. And here's one of them. See, I told you, I'd give you a compliment. Well, thank you for the compliment. There you go. <laughs> right. Well, what do, you, what do you say about this, Manoli? So, because uh, obviously you went through different paths. So, so Dino went and, and chased money because that's what he needed to do. He needed to prove your, your dad, for some, he needed to prove to your dad that he was this you know, yeah, charismatic. And, and whereas and you brought in the community and family. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's fascinating. It, it's really an interesting, interesting thing about dynamics of people, even though we both lived in the same house. And we both have the same parents and in many ways and he talked about school but even outside of school my parents had friends and those friends had kids and the way we socialize and again i, I don't want to call it you know the what the average american family does I, I don't know but at least speaking from from kind of the greek greek community you know when when we would go to a house and this is all the way to through through high school probably through so maybe like junior senior year the family would go visit the family right and the parents would hang out with the parents and the kids would disappear in basements or go someplace else and right. yeah. we'd have our own fun uh and then we would get together at the end of the night and leave yeah we we mm -hmm. get together eat and then we would have different fun like the kids would do their thing and we did that the whole time so and i, I really enjoyed that kind of feeling if you will of community so when mm -hmm. when i moved down here um, I wasn't, I, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, you know, like you said, he, he had a different path. I had a different path. I mean, it's always nice to see the things he accomplished and the, and, and the, uh, the monetary things that, that he was able to acquire, which, you know, working for a, a company, typically you, you don't acquire those kind of things unless you own it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I wasn't driven by that. I really was mm -hmm. driven more by the, the other aspects of, 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 uh, of life, which was, you know, the outside of work stuff too. So, I mean, I've turned down promotions to leave this area, but I've had such a great network of friends that like, I really didn't want to leave. I really enjoyed the, the, the life that, uh, that we had created. I mean, could I have done better financially? Of course you could have, but am I happy with what we've done? Of course I have. So, so I actually, you know, to your point and to his point is while he was chasing uh, those things, which, which he was wired to do for, for all the different reasons he talks about, you know, my dad sensed it and he talks about it in his book is mm -hmm. it's like, you know, this is not all what life's about. Yes. And what's cool now is with the cloud of sober, uh, you know, the, the cloud of addiction kind of moving off. I think I think he sees things in a different way. And, I, mm -hmm. and I'm glad to hear the things that he's saying, because to me, um, in the end, that's what what life's about. Right. Nobody wants to you know, um, live their life and realize that they, they, you know, there, there wasn't that kind of close connection with people, right? So, and I think the older you get, the more you reflect on it. I think he's done that uh, now as he's had more time to think through things and, and I'm happy for him, I really am. Mm, mm, mm. I like that and, and it's very interesting so so Manoli did you ever you obviously didn't feel or maybe you saw it in a different way you didn't feel that you had to prove yourself constantly to your dad like Dean right. did 
Right. And maybe that's being the second child. Maybe it's the, the fact of the child that didn't follow the path that, you know, my dad wanted as a school teacher. Maybe, maybe it was both of those things combined, mm -hmm. probably that, that gave him that extra passion to do something different. Um, you know, I don't have the first child syndrome. I don't know, you know, uh, <laughs> I tend to follow your dad's path, you know, so I, I don't know. Uh, yes, that's, that's really quite interesting now because I mean, what we've learned about your dad, that's, that's exactly what he did, right? You just weren't the school teacher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. It's it's so good to see um, the difference here, and and that's and it happens, and it is. It is like that. Um, if if I had to have a a Zoom with my sister, it would be like, well, who are you? We'd be we're also totally different, and that's right. what makes it exciting, right? Um, so, Dino, how do you feel about being back in in like, because now it's like it's like the 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 sheep that that's coming back into the fold, right? <laughs> well, it, it, it is. You know, I mean, this this to me is an extra layer of life um, that that um, you know, in the past I didn't think I needed, but obviously it's important. Family is important. Mm. I'm still the guy. You know, uh, I'm 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 sober and clean, and, and we all know that. But I'm still an entrepreneur, so I'm still going to go on these paths and do, you know, things that other people find very crazy or risky. And you're already doing that. I mean, and you already yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, it didn't take long, but <laughs> but I mean that's just me. But I also um, am at a point where I have the ability and want to. Uh, stop and smell the roses and enjoy I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. When when we went and visited him in Idaho, and this is kind of at the peak of his 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 earning, you know, based on the books discussion. Um, I hardly talked to him, even though I was there with him, short of being us on the ski slopes that one time, uh, is because he was always on his phone. Always on his phone, never connecting with with everybody around him. And and I, I could tell you now he's hardly on his phone. I mean, he's on his phone to do his thing, but but then he also knows to turn it off. And I think that compartmentalization is important. I mean, you got to know when to when to play and when to you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you work hard as an entrepreneur, just like you work hard if you you know, like I work hard as well uh, in in my company. But in the end, you got to be able to know it's time to put that aside and do other things. And he, I think he's kind of starting to figure that out. Say, so, hey, it's pretty cool. You know what the funny thing is? Is that even though we're now much older. It's kind of like we're still seven and ten years old. <laughs> a lot like that. A lot yeah, like that. With the rest of the family, they look at uh, us like, they, yeah, they think we're very strange. But we're, what do you call it? Uh, a nice word for an instigator, uh, <laughs> something like that. We, we we we've experienced a lot of things and 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 watched a lot of the same movies, and we can kind of almost communicate to each other today in code. A lot of people still don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. So it's like we didn't miss a a, a beat. No. You know what I mean? No, and, 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 you know, I, I my my I know my parents would would be happy. I know that uh, you know they respected the fact that we took different paths, and and they gave us you know, our, our, our space and our, and our time. And, and, but I think they, they hurt because my dad had said it before to, to me, um, cause he, when he, he and my mom moved to Florida back in uh, the early two thousands, he moved basically five miles from his brother. Uh, and they, they saw each other multiple times a week uh, over the 15, 20 years they were in Florida and had many, many of the same friends 
and hung out together in many of the same places. And he said to, to me, and probably told you too, he's like, I wish the two of you because would have that kind of relationship that me and my brother have. I wish you to, it pains me that you don't have that. And I'm like, dad, I said, it's not, I, I don't not want it. It's just not happening, you know? Um, so, so I know that they're looking down and they're happy and that's kind of makes me feel good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, we have to, we're now talking about your dad, we have to bring, uh, we'll have to bring up your mother because um, like I've said before, uh, like Dino said actually, in our Celebrate Life um, episode. She waited. She waited for her son. She waited for her son to get clean. She waited for, she waited for him to say, to come and she waited to, to bring you together. So it's, it's actually really, it's really a beautiful thing, um, the power of a mother's love. And I think both of them looking at this, they're going like, oh, cool. We, we did it, we did it, we did it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's exciting as well yeah. because I think it was neat was my mom, you know, physically saw it um, because, you know, e even even in her in her uh, physical inability to, to leave her bed in that last month, um, you know, she saw us goofing around. I mean, you know, yeah, we talked to her. Yeah, we were serious, but we were also <laughs> we were also goofing. Yeah. Uh, and she, she I think she she smiled. She not, I think you could see her kind of smiling and kind of pointing her finger and uh <laughs> Yeah, it was it was, it was fun. there's a lot of there's a lot of the old days that I would bring up that you forgot about that, that was kind of cool. We were doing that in front of my mom. Yeah, she yeah. was just like, you know, but she enjoyed, <laughs> she enjoyed it. it. She really did. I really want to say about one thing that I did to you oh, when we were Lord, kids. But, we well, because it uh, because I think I think people need to know. Okay, well, I don't know. What so you're either the bee um, we could talk about or the bird, which one? <laughs> I don't remember. What about Billy? Go ahead. I don't remember, but good friend. I'll remember after you say it. I'm sure he's okay. got. He's got a very good memory. Yeah. So here's the here's the things that uh, we would do just as as kids. Good clean fun. Good clean fun, of course. Um, so he would always come home from school, maybe about an hour after I did. And this was around the time where I was taking chemistry. So that, you know, at, at, at school, there's flasks and Bunsen burners and all that stuff, right? So somehow, and I don't know how, uh, a flask of ether went in my backpack. Like I said, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. But anyway, I got home and I'm like, wow, this is cool. I mean, what do you do with it? And the first thing I thought of was maybe, you know, like they do in the movies, put it on a, on a cloth and when my brother comes home, knock him out. But <laughs> I figured that uh, now he would probably tell my dad and I'd get in trouble. And that was the only reason that stopped me, by the way. But um, then I saw this wasp that was in the house and it was on a window and it was trying to get out. And I figured I'd just do an experiment. So I put a glass, grabbed it, and uh, so, so the wasp was under a glass. And then I took a little bit of paper and soaked it in ether and put it under the glass. And the wasp was knocked out. And I'm like, okay. So then I, I waited to see how long it takes for the wasp to get back and recuperate. So I did it again. I forgot about this. Well, because I, I needed to know how, <laughs> what the time was <laughs> to revive it. Only this time I took a string and I made like a little leash around its neck when it was out cold. 
and and had it like that. And then I, I measured the distance from the door to his bedroom that opens uh, to the center of the room. And then I, I tied the end of the string on a paperweight. So you got the wasp on a leash on a string <laughs> that's tied to the paperweight in the middle of his bedroom. So the, the wasp comes to, and obviously if I was a wasp, I'd be very aggravated. <laughs> exactly. Because, because here he is, you know, he's flying around doing his thing and then somebody just like knocks him out. When he gets up, he wants revenge. So this wasp, let's say, was very angry. I forgot about this. Yeah, I did. So the wasp uh, comes to, and then it's so mad, it starts flying. But because it's on a leash, it's flying around the room like this in circles. And so that was perfect. And I closed the door. And then I waited. And then he goes home from school and opens his bedroom door. And he sees this going on. We didn't have video games back then. So, so this was the kind of fun we'd have. Yeah, know? but this is when the reaction of sheer terror was priceless. I mean, I wish we could videotape it. But these, these are some of the, um, the games of love that we used to play. I mean, really, I mean, it was, it was completely that. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't at all malice. It was just fun. I mean, but at the same time, like they have today, all these precautions and stuff. I mean, it was the worst thing that happens. It gets stung by a wasp. Big deal, you know, and that's how we looked at things. But we were always out of the house. We were always Here's another thing we did to him. You, know, you, know, you never did. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, this is this may sound a little weird, but you know how in playgrounds you have like the merry-go-rounds that go around and around. Uh, it's, it's like it's, a, what do you call that thing? Carousel. Yeah. It's a little carousel. It's a manual thing. Yeah, it's like a merry-go-round. Yeah, yeah. So me, me, and me and my friend, we we would ride bikes during that time. This is before we we, we drove cars. And we had bicycle chains that we would lock up our, our bikes when we go into stores and all I that. I forgot about this. Mm -hmm. all so right. since you have a story, I got a story. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we took them and we locked them, chained them to this 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 merry-go-round. It's a perfectly natural and then childhood game. Spun them, spun them. Come up with this okay. Spun them until he threw up. It. Spun them until he threw up, and then unchained him and watched him walk like like a drunkard. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. The chains were a great effect too, yeah. because yeah. in case I wanted to leave, he couldn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if other people saw us or not, but but, but this is the kind of fun we had. I mean, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you one that I think traumatized him for many years because out of all the things that I can't keep a secret about, for some reason, this one I held for many years. So it was pretty cool. So we had a parakeet named Billy, a blue and white parakeet. I loved that bird. And I used to sleep with him every night. He used to actually go under the covers. With me. And again, this is around the time where he comes home one hour later. And um, I was playing with Billy. He was in my hand. And then the bird was like shaking. And then, and then he just stopped moving. You know, I'm like, holy cow, you know, Billy, Billy. That was the name of the bird. And uh, so I was sad. But sadness changed to curiosity because I noticed that while I was sad about it, uh, rigor mortis set in. So the bird's as <laughs> stiff as a rock, you know? And I remember one of our family friends, they had a chihuahua. And that chihuahua, uh, after the chihuahua passed, they stuffed it. And, I, and then I started thinking, is this what stuffing a bird would look like? So I take the bird 
all frozen solid now with rigor mortis, put him back on the perch in his cage to see how it would look stuffed. And, um, and, then, and then I just left him there, right? By this time, he's coming home. So he goes in my bedroom and he's like, Billy, Billy, how you doing? And he's sticking out his finger because, you know, the bird goes on the finger. Yes, yes. Only this time his finger hit the bird and the bird <laughs> fell to the bottom of the cage. I don't remember that. And I said, you killed Billy. <laughs> and he was so upset about it. And I didn't tell him for a couple of years. And that was the longest secret that I had. But uh, you don't remember that? I don't. I really don't. That you murdered Billy? I don't remember that. Well, so I was able to tune it out. Yeah. Well, yeah so that. that's how trauma traumatized he was. Yeah. That's how I mean, traumatized he was. <laughs> these are the kind of things kids did. Yeah. <laughs> now he's saying the truth. So what are you doing now? Uh, also, what kind of what kind of mischief are you doing now? That's what I'm saying. No, it's good, clean fun now. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? He's. Um, we obviously both have kids. He's a he's a grandpa now too. Got a one year Nice. Yeah, oh, congratulations! So, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, and and there's dogs. His kids have dogs. I love. He loves your dogs. I love dogs. I train them in a little special way. And uh, the only thing gets traumatized are those my kids' dogs as well. Well, they, they like to play. I'd like to think yeah, like that like that. <laughs> and um, good clean fun. Good clean fun. And so um, I mean, it's just you know, it's a laid back Sunday. So, I mean, a good movie, some good leftovers from, you know, the night before and just family time. It's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you're making up for lost time. Yeah, but you don't look at it that way. I mean, I honestly feel like we're, I mean, obviously we're brothers, but we're friends. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And we have a connection that nobody really can understand. But we, we were very, very close. And so literally almost everybody he knows i know i mean from the past obviously now i'm interested but, but you're getting to know a lot of the people that I, I i've known over the last several years i mean you know yeah. you know probably half of them yeah yeah and I, I i like them they're all great people you know mm -hmm. we have we hang out we have fun we were at an oyster roast yesterday because uh his son's uh, getting married it was an engagement party oh nice and uh there were about 75 people and my uh, big brother over here started dancing Greek. <laughs> I love and, it. <laughs> yeah, right. it was a lot of fun. That's like the best thing when we when we had parties. That was it. We always used to dance Greek. You have to dance sorry by the Greek, otherwise it's not a party, right? But you're exactly. but you're Italian. I know. But you have your own songs. <laughs> the tarantella. No, we have <laughs> we do the tarantella and we dance waltzes and tangos. But I've I've brought my, a lot of my friends have been Greek growing up. Um, it's so, the same culture you so know, you have yeah similar. so we we have to have Zorba the Greek and we have to dance Greek and then of course it's like hey come along and my son when he started school he was at a Greek school um, oh really, really? <laughs> for like three cool. years and then I took him out I thought because he was starting to speak Greek because you have to speak <laughs> oh, Greek. No. he was starting to speak Greek instead of Italian right um, but it was it was cool and the interesting part is because you've also noticed is the Greeks. I, I had I was a single a single mother, right? So I had a little a little VW, and I'd make sure that I'd go in at a certain time because 
of course, all the mothers would come with their big cars and all dressed to kill. And yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was like this whole vibe and the, and the Christmas parties, you'd have Santa coming in a helicopter and it was like over the top. Really? Wow. <laughs> over the top yeah. of the creek. Um, so it was an, a very interesting um, time as well. So I know, parties, I'll tell you what, one more story from the past that we did. This is, this is what you do because this is like, this is now we're teenagers, you know, older teenagers were driving. And this is what we did. We actually did this one night for, for just fun. So we dressed up in a suit and uh, in, in suits. It was, it was me and him and, and I think one more friend. I'm, I'm not sure which of the two they were, was there with us. And there were a lot of banquet halls in Chicago. And every, every weekend, there were always weddings guaranteed. You the original wedding crashers. So exactly. So we actually just dropped into a, a banquet hall and went to a wedding. Open bar, right? It was the best. And, and, the, and then when you talk to people, they're like, well, who, you know, I don't, I don't know you. Whose side are you, you know, whose side are you from? And Bill, I said, Bill, no, no, no. Before that, it's like, well, which side were you on? Oh, the bride. Oh, well, where are the group? You know, yeah, so always the opposite. You can't all the opposite. <laughs> and we'd have free drinks at the open bar. What a great <laughs> thing to think about. And then, you know, years later, they come out with the movie yeah, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. We did. That was us. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, who thinks of that as a, as a 19 year old and 17 year old? No. That's what we did. Yeah. We had yeah. a big tape recorder wherever we went that took like eight G batteries. Yeah. We kept it in our coat and we'd record the entire night on, <laughs> um, on cassette. I mean, we did some crazy things. Creative, creative things. Yeah, yes, more yes. creative than, uh, you know, we, we, um, we loved using our imagination. Yeah. That was the bottom line. Mm, mm, mm. I actually love that. I can see that with your suits and. <laughs> So where to from here? I don't know. I mean, uh, just taking it, you know, one week at a time. I think that uh, it's kind of neat to see him enjoy the area. I think it's kind of neat to see him integrate and mm. find, uh, you know, um, different things to do and getting getting to meet some of the friends that uh, you know we have mutually now. Um, and it's just it's just neat to kind of see him, uh, you know, kind of expand his wings. This time, though, I see it. I, I see it. Uh, you know, up close and personal. Before, I kind of sort of heard about it once every, you know, few months on, on the phone call or through my dad or something. Your brother's this is, doing this. This is firsthand now. He gets to yeah. see. So I, I get to see. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. That part's kind of cool. Yeah. And and just as a, he's got a chance to, I get a chance to take a peek at you know kind of his creativity when it comes to business. He gets a chances to get a peek of the rest of the stuff that he hadn't had experience for. Right. Like, yeah. Like a family man. Right. Like an oyster roast. <laughs> Like going to trivia, I'm playing trivia with friends and family. You know, you never did that kind like of stuff. Like doing things with people. <laughs> right. It doesn't involve so, business. So, so it is kind of cool that, that uh, you know, I get a chance to get a peek of that. And he gets a chance to see the other side. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a sad thing. I don't feel bad about it. But I mean, if you really think about it, I became a selling machine. That's all I knew. I ate and slept that. No, no, no crying, no complaining, no family, no attachments, no nothing. This is like a completely new world for me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's weird at 56 going on 57 to say that. Wow, people are great. <laughs> but I'm saying that, you know, better late than never, right? Exactly. Um, but it's kind of cool. And at the same time, like you said, he gets to see like, you know, here's just come into a little sleepy little town, which I love. 
and all of a sudden just say, I'm going to do this and just start it. And it just starts, yeah. you know? So it's like uh, almost writing another book, which I'm not going to do, but it's, it's like a firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, sure. Cause when I saw him in December, he wasn't really sure exactly what he was going to do. This when, he was, first, when he first came, came down, kind of sort of scouting out. It was right after my freak out. Oh, uh, yes, yes. First came down, I mean, he was sort of like a little bit lost, but not, not sure mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, he, it's somebody like he said, he, he was ready, you know, he was, he was clean and sober, ready to kind of reconnect to his, 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 his passion of what he does, but he just didn't know where to do it. And I, it's not often that you see him lost because once he's mixed missile locked on something, that's how he always is. He's yeah. mm-hmm. So he was kind of like a little bit wandering. So we mm-hmm. talked a little bit about different things and, and, uh, you know, I think that that was, that was great. And then, you know, shortly after that, you kind of found your new path. You know, yeah. So. Well, a day after we spoke, I literally, got the house. Literally a day after we spoke. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't take long at all, but that was it. That's all I needed to see. I needed to just, you know, when I came out here, I'm like, what am I going to see? How are they going to accept me? The first question is, where were you? What happened? You know, always those things. And of and course, that, that did kind of freak him out a, a lot at the beginning. He wasn't mm. sure about that. But then, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of sort of trusted. You said like, well, let's just see it. And, and yeah, you know, yeah, I think it's been good. Yeah, I mean, you know, by, by now everybody knows what happened, but that's not the end of my life. That's not the end of my story. It's, it's just beginning again, right? And so, um, you know, the things that I were, was, was afraid of the most coming out here, like, oh, I gotta explain myself again. Uh, I'm a social person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and this is what I do in business. Now I do it in personal as well. I mean, I've always done this. And so I knew that it was, I was going to lose my damn mind if I didn't just get up and make that change. My something inside, my, 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 my inner voice was telling me it's time to see your mom. And I'm so blessed that, that I did that. But aside from my mom, it was time for me to move on. It was right. time for mm-hmm. me to reconnect with family and again i never never underestimate that little voice in your head mm-hmm. always listen to it even though you think you disagree the voice is always right yeah. and just follow it and that's what i did and uh, you know i mean are there going to be uh, bumps in in the road there's going to be bumps in any road but that's life yeah. but you know that's life it's not always supposed to be easy but but here's a confirmation to your even decision i mean he, he went back to, to idaho to kind of wrap things up this last week and uh you know what did you text me like literally he's like i can't wait to get back out of here I yeah mean, you know he, he already had moved on and this is kind of his new home and he was like okay yeah, it's not, it wasn't like nostalgic like oh man what did i do what did i leave no 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 there was no emotional uh, attachment to any of it. In fact, it was like the opposite. It was like sucking the energy out of me. And this is another 38 hour drive. I mean, I went back, it's another story, closed you. up my house and then um, got in my, my other vehicle and started driving back all kinds of wind, all kinds of snow, all kinds of ice, all kinds of elements that I'm facing. And 38 hours, my job was to drive here as fast as humanly possible because I just couldn't stand it. As soon as I came here, I'm just like completely, I feel at home, I feel at peace and Mm. I I feel very connected and it's great. Mm. Mm. That's good. You needed to just close that up. Yeah. And and move on, which is good. Close another chapter, start a new one. Oh, that's what it's about, right? So it's all about new beginnings now, which is very exciting. 
especially yep. now with the foundation as well that's starting to grow and the foundation's starting to grow and he's starting to see it and you know he's talking about retiring and trust me i'm gonna be seeing <laughs> who wants to help out later <laughs> gotta help uh, everybody if the Miliotis boys are together right, right. <laughs> yes i don't the manoli i don't think you'll actually retire right you might retire from work from your business but what are you going to do sit sit on a rocking chair and watch the days go by i, ne I never do that i mean I, i'm kind of like we, we even though we take different tasks but we both are very similar in the way that we want to achieve in whatever we typically do. If you put us in a situation, it's not long before we both take charge. So, I mean, that's, we both have that same characteristics. We just use it in different ways. So, um, so I, I'm not the kind of person that will, will sit around. I always will find something to do either, either for income or even volunteer, you know? Oh, so and we're going to start a band again. <laughs> because we were in a band together. When was it? A long time ago. <laughs> 40 40 years ago. Oh, cool. So what do you play? What, who sings? Who does vocals? Who plays the, the electric guitar? Uh, we could both do vocals, but lead vocal, I prefer it be somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> but he, he plays guitar and mandolin, and I play drums. Nice. And we, when we were playing with my dad when we were like literally babies. I was yeah. playing on Tupperware with two wooden spoons, <laughs> and he had his um, plastic... Pink guitar yeah. with flowers. Pink. Yeah, with flowers. <laughs> and that's the one I got. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so I think that's another thing too, is 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 you know, people are like, well, don't, don't, you know, put your kids in something or you know, let them find their path. You know, my dad basically had said, Look, you know, I want you to like learn to get, get play guitar. And I'm like, Dad, I don't want to play guitar. Anyway, so we'll just try it. So I, I did a, a few lessons and, and after a while I loved it. And it's one of the joys I have today. You know, in my free time I'll play guitar. And it's all because he pushed me a little bit, you know? Yeah. He wanted me to play guitar, but then I I hit the Tupperware. Well, that's right. You but but it, you know, I like something else. What he wanted was us to have passion for music. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily the instrument, right? But um you took it literally. And I and I didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like the time that my dad, uh, we were in a car. You could get arrested for this nowadays. Oh yeah. But we were we were in a car together, and my dad parked, and he said, "I'm going in." It was it was it was it was he had it was some government building and it was not in a great neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so he, he was kind of like, "Look, I'm 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 just gonna run in and pay a bill, and run back out. Don't leave the car." Yeah. And it was uh, what about ninety five degrees? Was my dad was off 90, school. Ninety five degrees outside. So, so we're sitting in the car. I didn't leave the car. Ten minutes. <laughs> took it literally. Don't we st stay in the car? We're both in the back seat. Windows are not down. They're up. Electric car. It's an electric window. Uh, so we're in the car and we're sweating and burning and everything. Let's go. And finally, I'm just like. I'm getting out of the car. So I opened the door to get out. I closed the door. He's still in it. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I don't remember that. Oh, you, you did you did crack the door just to get some air. It's like the door. Duh. I got out. Yeah, you I don't remember that. Dad said to stay in the car. I did say that. <laughs> I was a rule follower. So you followed the rules, Mandoli. That's really good. So yeah. you follow the rules and Dino yeah. breaks them. That's a good that's right. A good. Yeah. <laughs> And that's actually what one of the, one of our strengths when we when 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 we were growing up because 
um, I, I'd have more fun than I would have had I been by myself. And I kept him from being having so much fun that he'd get arrested. Yeah. So it was actually a good kind of a yin and yang. He's a good ground for me. Just <laughs> left to my own. And then what happened when I left? And then it's when his trouble started. That, oh, yeah. Okay. Because you left as my trouble started. Because you got the ground. You That's see? Right. He's true. taking credit for the ground. I'm, I'm just saying. That's what happened. Admit it. It was a lot more fun with me than without. I didn't say it wasn't. I just, I just, I am the one who opened it up. But you took away the, the my part. So you got to give me my part back. What's that? That I'm the ground. The ground. Okay. There you go. Yeah, he's the he ground. He said it. You heard it? Yeah. He's yes. the ground. Unplug, Karina. <laughs> you can see, but you can see he's the ground because he stayed in a, I mean, Manoli stayed in a job, stayed in this place. Developed community is with family. The real the 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 beacon of someone in 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 society in community, grounded, good, nice nice um, business. George Bailey. And then and then Dino went and had all the fun. Right. Well, I don't, I don't know about all the fun, but he certainly <laughs> he certainly experienced some elements of fun. At the same time, when you when you do that, you also experience things that aren't fun. So yeah, yeah. Right. I told him. I told him. I said, look. I said, I, I I'm not saying that that what you did. I mean, if that's your path and what the things that you did, that's great. I said, I know for me, I couldn't I couldn't be able to sleep at night with this kind of uncertainty. The the make it and the lose it and the make it and the lose it and the make it and the lose it. That, that to me, I couldn't have done it. I, I probably wouldn't be alive today. No, but 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 you know what? He thrived on that, and, I, and that I, I couldn't thrive on. But that's the fun. Mm. It's like skiing. You like skiing. This is the same thing, except it's with humans and business. You no, just I don't shoot. the same thing. Really. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's okay. No, it's fine. I'm not telling you that. That's I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you think? I'm loving this. It's very cool. I love the yin and yang. It's good. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank and, you for having and us. it's great to have to see you together and thriving. And and Dino, it's it's nice to see Dino that's not freaking out. Um, and and the growth and and how and how far we've come from the very beginning. If you what you Manoli, you have to go and see those first videos. You won't believe it's your brother. I, now. I, I will now that you told me this. I will. <laughs> He's totally different. <laughs> oh. I was very formal. I didn't know Karina Gorgonzola. I don't know who is this lady. I don't know. But um, I don't no, know. It's you. all good. It's it all, all good. good yeah. That's that's how life's supposed to be. So yes. anyway. I know we always have a lesson in every show. Right. This one, I don't know what kind of, <laughs> I hope somebody gets something out of this. I'm in there if you think about it, Arno. I think there is too. I mean, I was just joking. But, but uh, you know, this is something that I think was important that we can share the other side of, you know, what we present. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, a family and a real story and a real life and a real brother and uh, some of the things that we've been through. So it's kind of cool. I appreciate yeah. it. It's very Thank cool. Thank you, brother. Thank and you, it's, brother. it's yeah. very cool. Nice I to, think... to, to talk to the, the wonderful Karina. The wonderful Karina. Oh, wow. Thank you. So what I'm saying is I think the lesson here is that if you're apart, you can get come together, whatever it is. Just That's a great, that's a great lesson. Like, that's a good one. Get over your differences. 
talk to each other and see what's possible. I mean, you yeah. guys are so dynamic and powerful. Imagine what you can do together now. Watch yeah, out wherever you good. are. Watch out this little sleepy town. It's not going to be sleepy for long, right? That's what I said. I keep saying there's to be an M&M corporation here. M&M, who knows? M&M, who, right? who knows? Who knows, right? And that's another exciting thing. All the possibilities. Thank you so yeah. much. It's been such an honor and privilege to have you, Manoli, on our show. Thank you so much for... By the way, I love your accent too. Not, not, not just the accent, but the pronunciation of our name too is just phenomenal. You do the perfect job. Thank you. Thank you, Manoli. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> wow. Thank wow. you so much. Wow. Thank you. Hey, guys, <laughs> you. I hope you enjoyed this segment. This is the Miliotis Brothers Unplugged. Thank you for watching. Break fear, find freedom. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you here next week on Thank Break you. Fear, Find Freedom. <laughs> Thank Bye. you, everyone. It's been Ciao. awesome. See ya. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.